Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today is going to be our third and final day in Psalm 23. We spent a couple other days on Psalm 23 before this, and we're going to be mostly in verses 4 through 6. Here's what they say. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So stylistically, a couple interesting things going on in this psalm. The first three verses, which we talked about yesterday, talk about the Lord, or first four verses, talk about the Lord as shepherd. And then when you get down to verses five and six, it's more like the Lord as our host. Some would say that the host metaphor is actually under the umbrella of a shepherd, but we won't get too deep into that right now. Another interesting shift happens in this psalm between verses 3 and 4. And David stops using the third person to refer to the shepherd or to God, and he starts using the second person. In other words, up above it says, he makes me lie down, he leads me beside, he restores, he leads. But starting in verse 4, he says, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, you prepare a table, you anoint my head. And John Piper is a guy that I listened to about Psalm 23, a great preacher and Bible scholar, and and he made a really interesting uh, assertion related to this, and that is that when the going gets tough, when there are threats, in other words, when we're going through the valley of the shadow of death, verse 4, or when I'm in the presence of my enemies, verse 5, the threat level gets ratcheted up a little bit, and when that happens, the relationship between the sheep and the shepherd oftentimes changes from being a relationship where the sheep knows about the shepherd or where I know about God and where the sheep actually talks to the shepherd or or I talk to God. So the intimacy level of the relationship gets, gets tighter when there's greater threats out there. And the sheep is kind of nuzzling up, staying close to the shepherd. This walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this isn't saying death. This is talking about like walking through a, a valley of deep darkness. And when you can imagine sheep in a flock going through a valley of deep darkness, you don't know exactly where the predators are or what's lurking around the corner. And so they draw near to the shepherd. And in that drawing near, the intimacy between their connection grows. And now they're not talking to him in the third person. He, he, he. They're talking to you in the second person. You, you, you. And that's oftentimes what happens to us when we are facing hardship as we draw closer to God. It becomes much more intimate. It becomes less about God and more, you know, to God and with God. And we see that maybe illustrated here. So another thing that's interesting about this is we see these threats of the valley of the shadow of death and the I'm in the presence of mine enemies. And so we draw nearer to the Lord. Uh, there could be a threat, John Piper suggested, that that even when you're talking to God in the third person, there doesn't seem to be an imminent threat like the valley of the shadow of death or being in the presence of your enemies. But 
there's a different kind of threat. And that is that when we're in the green pastures and when we're beside the still waters, we are more in love with the water and the grass than we are with the shepherd. And that's why we maybe have a, a third person relationship with the shepherd when the going is good versus a second person relationship with the shepherd when the going is tough. And obviously the goal is that we would have an intimate second person walking with, living with relationship with the shepherd, whether the going is good or the going is tough. Another thing that's great about this psalm down toward the bottom here is it's not being Pollyannish. It's not glossing over the fact that there will be hardship. Yes, we will go through the valley of the shadow of death, but you're going to be there, Lord, and you've got a rod and you've got a staff that are here to protect me during those times. You're going to be with me. And so it's not like walking with the Lord is going to preserve us from going through hard times. That's just not true. Yes, uh, there are going to be enemies around me, but you're going to provide for me when there are enemies and my, my head will be anointed and my cup will overflow. And so the relationship that we have with God is never one that assures us freedom from difficulty or trial or pain or hardship or persecution. In fact, that's part and parcel of what it means to walk with the Lord. In fact, Jesus said that they'll persecute you because they persecuted me. And you think that the disciples, the followers of the leader, Jesus Christ, are going to get by without that? In many ways, it's going to be harder for us if we choose to live the way God wants us to and walk intimately with him. But in the midst of those difficult times, he will be with us. He will protect us. He will provide for us. And then verse six, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We alluded to this yesterday in the devotion. When David wrote that, he had no idea exactly how that mercy would manifest itself in real time. And he had no idea the means through which he would give people a path to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Of course, what I'm referring to is the person of Jesus Christ, who is the good shepherd, who lived a perfect life. He died a sinless death and rose again on the third day. And friends, he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And when we put our faith and trust in Christ, we can have forgiveness, we can have reconciliation with our maker. We can have purpose and we can have peace in this world and then spend eternity in heaven with him and all the sons and daughters of God who have put their faith in Christ as well. Lord, thank you for this great psalm, this psalm that reminds us of how good you are, that reminds us that even though hardship is bound to come, you will sustain us through it. Lord, as you have for hundreds of years, will you continue to use this very special passage of scripture to build us up and edify us and inspire us as we seek to follow you better as our shepherd. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. 
third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.